So virtual we have online, if you could introduce yourself, those who are online. I'm, I'm sorry if we do not have a quorum yet. Oh, let's go ahead and move forward. Let's go ahead and do the Pledge of Allegiance. We can do that with Hal, and then we'll get started. Join me in a pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, yeah, we could. Yeah, we Let's do the safety net. There you go. <laughs> I'm Alexandria. Can I can I still be heard online? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, with it with it being a hunting season, I thought that it would be the perfect time to talk about hunting safety. to item number eight, a presentation on large diameter dashboard. Tanya will present that to us. Good 
we were preparing to present you the large diameter dashboard, you know, I found myself thinking about how far technology has come and, and how much information we can have right before us with just a click of the mouse. And Arcadis was helped tremendously with developing this dashboard by Park Consultant. We started on this journey to assess all 130 miles of our 18 inch and larger large diameter sewer mains in 2018. With the help of our consultant Arcadis who was responsible, they developed the inspection plan, uh, evaluating data produced during the assessment, and that data was used to develop the capital improvement plan and this dashboard. We knew going into the assessment, given the age of our system, that we would identify repairs that needed to be made and made immediately. So since 2018, we went back and looked. We have spent $15 million on our large diameter system. Four million of that went towards just the assessment. 7.8 million went towards the repairs of the sewer mains and diversion structures. The locations of the completed large diameter system the re rehabilitation projects have been in areas that would have caused major disruption of service and a negative impact on the environment as well, if any of these mains had failed. So I wanted to give you some examples of what we have repaired. It's been like the 54 inch line between the Arkansas River and City Hall. We have uh, the 18 inch line that serves Baptist Health, um, 60 inch line across the airport property, 54 inch line in the push bottoms and our 24 and 30 inch line in Bull Park as examples. <coughs> so during the assessment period, Arcadis was able to take the assessment data following the national standard and they scored each line segment within that system, with our system to determine the remaining useful life of our pipes. So this dashboard uses that scoring system to determine when each line segment will need to be rehabilitated. Now that we have assessed all of our large air system, we have this baseline, you know, a condition that we can monitor if it's aging faster or slower than we predicted. We can up keep updating this information in this dashboard where it will let us know when we should reinspect, re repair, or rehabilitate the next line system or segments. So I wanna show you a few things, so how we can adjust. One of the great things to me is there's this cost factor and we can slide this, depending on what is going on right now in the market. We can slide that to adjust to what dollar amount we need to get a cost estimate. We can also, in here and select by priorities. Can you hold the control button, please? If I wanted to look at the expedited and the priority one pipe, I know that that is two, approximately a little over two miles of pipe at a cost of 4.57, you know, 4.5 million. go into here on our reinspection tab
2027. And this tells me all the line segments in 2027 we need to re-inspect that year. So this helps us tremendously with moving forward on our capital improvement plan. The good news, let me get, I want to get back to the risk. I look down here, after assessing all 130 miles of our system, I see that we have 80% of our system that needs no further action. But there is a recommendation to reinspect that 80% of our system in 15 years. So yes, in the next, our rehabilitation efforts for the next 16 years will only affect 20% of our system. But that, when dealing with large diameter, it is expensive. We will need an average of three to four million per year to meet the needs of our current 16 year plan. Having this dashboard was tremendous, helping us for the 2023 and the next 16 years to know what our capital budget will be for the large diameter system. We were even able to utilize this dashboard to help us identify the projects we submitted for ARPA funding. Are there any questions? And all of this is fed from our current systems that we have today that's feed the dashboard? Um, with our plaintiffs, they helped with assessing our entire system mm -hmm. and the scoring and ranking system. All of that information is placed into this system and it reads all of those scores and it ranks what we need to do next. So if you were to reevaluate it, you could update the data and it would, um, it would automatically update and give you a, a different map if you saw that your score was better or worse than what it was the last time you saw it. it it's difficult, Tanya, we talked about this, it's difficult to come before you with something that's been such a huge project and right. present it to you without without trying to make it sound like we're trying to make you a power user and go through all the nooks and crannies and, and lose you somewhere probably along the way. But, you know, I think it was John that said it best, even when Greg first came here, he said, what keeps you awake at night? And I remember specifically John Holloway saying, you know, we haven't looked at this large diameter system ever in, in, to in total. I mean, we've looked at bits and pieces, but never looked at it totally. So, you know, one of the main things that we, we went to the city board with when we went for the rate increase was we need funding to get, a, to get an idea of what kind of shape is this large diameter. Because you talk about an environmental disaster, and you're talking about 54-inch diameter pipes or, sure. or something like that. So to now be able to say we have inspected every foot of this, and we have assigned a score to every one of these pipes and we have replaced the emergencies and we're, by the end of next year, we'll have replaced all the next ones in line and we have a capital budget that allocates money for the next 10 years to go in and keep this, this system where it needs to be. I mean, it's hard to, to really quantify that and, and present it to you guys, but it's a, it is a, a great thing for this utility to be in the position we are with this large diameter system. So, and, and you know, thank um, Tanya and David Stanley with Arcadis for for getting us um, to this point. So. No, it looks great. It looks like you have the information that you need really to, for planning, budgeting, staffing, and all those things right there at their, your fingertips. So it's pretty good. Any other questions? All right, thank you, Tanya. Kenita, are we clear to continue now with the yeah, web form? All right, sounds good. All right.
So now that we can go to the minutes of the October um, the 19th, 2022 meetings, are there any questions or projections to approving the minutes of the meeting? All right, with no objection, the meetings are approved as written. Any public comments? No, sir. All right, no public comments. All right, item number six, consideration of the 2023 budget. Uh, Mr. Michael Rota. All right, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. So today we're here to kind of run through, at a higher level, what we ran through in detail last month, and that is presentation of the 2023 proposed operating budget and capital improvement plan. This first slide is comparing our 2022 budget to our 2023 proposed budget. Top section is revenue. Um, we expect to have 67 $0.1 million in revenue in 2023, which is a 6% increase over where we expected 2022 to be, but more in line where, where 2022 is actually going to come out, as we've been running ahead of budget all year, as you know. From an expense perspective, we're proposing $32.7 million. It's in the middle of the page on the bottom. 32.7 million in operating and maintenance expenditures. When we compare that to our just under $31 million 2022 budget, it's a 5.7% increase. And um, the budget, the, the expenses, the primary drivers of the increase in the compensation line, we're proposing a 3.5% annual wage adjustment to all employees effective January 1st. We're proposing a $1,200 one-time inflation relief payment payable in early January to be prorated for employees who joined us during 2022. Uh, on the employee benefit lines, things stayed pretty much in line. Our healthcare costs with our self-funded plan, as we talked about last month, are running pretty much on target with where we expected, in fact, under. So we haven't increased employee uh, our, our healthcare costs significantly next year. Unlike if we were fully insured, we probably would be seeing an increase. Our contract services, uh, we've got $5.5 million in the 2023 budget. It's an 18% increase. It's the largest dollar increase year over year. The primary driver, as you'll recall back to last month, perhaps is an increase in our, a significant increase in our biosolid hauling and disposal contract. So those are just some of the highlights of what's driving the increase. Again, a 5.7% proposed expense increase in a year where inflation is going to be, you know, somewhere probably eight, nine, maybe 10%. Uh, we felt like we held the line pretty good. Moving on to the next slide. I thought I moved the slide earlier, but apparently somebody else did. Moving on to the next slide. <laughs> Thank you. Here's a snapshot of our capital budget for 2023. And the top section compares our 2022 capital budget to our 2022 projected. So we budgeted 42.9 million. We actually are going to come in about a million under that, we believe. And our 2023 budget is 34.9 million. So significant decrease as we finish the projects related to the CAO in 2023. The bottom section is how we plan to fund the 2023 budget. 14 million of it 
will be funded through our rates, which is significant, uh, significantly higher than what we typically would use our rates to do, but we've built up a significant cash surplus over the last few years, and uh, most of our RLFs, our outstanding loans, are nearing uh, complete drawdown on their capacity. So we're gonna use some, some rates, some additional revenue from our rates next year to complete our capital plan. We do expect to pull down 20, just under 21 million from our uh, open RLFs with ANRD. And uh, we're still working on some of the FEMA projects and expect some FEMA grant money as well in 2023. That time the clicker worked, I think. So here's 20, the slide is entitled 2023 revenues, but it's really 2023 cash receipts because it includes the money that we expect to draw down from the bonds of 22 million as well. But in total, we expect our total cash receipts next year in 2023 to be 89.3 million, of which 22, as I just said, 22.2 million comes from open bonds that we have with ANRD and the remainder, 67 million, comes from our revenues uh, that we covered on the first slide. Our cash expenditures in 2023 are budgeted at 84.7 million. That, that includes the operating expenditures that we talked about on the first slide of 32.7 million. It includes uh, Capital investment projects of 21 million that we will fund with bonds. It includes capital projects of 13.9 million that we will fund with revenues. It includes 16.2 million of principal and interest payments on our outstanding debt. And it includes just, a, just under a million dollars for construction interest expense, which we pay for the money that we're, uh, we haven't completed the projects, but we're borrowing the money to pay the vendors as we go forward. The final slide that I have today is our modified cash flow statement. I wanna point out just a couple things here. In the first column labeled 2022 budget, about a little more than halfway down the page in the kind of tan highlighted section, we expected a surplus this year of 4.5 million. The middle column shows uh, how we project to come out in 2022. And the highlighted, the first highlighted item is showing that revenues, we expect the user charge revenues to be all, uh, more than $3 million, greater than what we budgeted. The middle part of the middle column, we expect our operating expenditures to be about 700,000 less than we budgeted. And then just under that, the other highlighted item, we expect our rate-funded capital program this year to be almost $4 million under budget. And as a result of that, the tan highlighted item in the middle of the page shows that we actually expect to end the year with a cash surplus of $12.2 million, which will give us, in the green line right under that, a little over $61 million in unrestricted funds as we end 2022. And looking ahead to the column on the far right, the 2023 budget, 89.3 million in uh, cash receipts, 84.7 million in cash expenditures, will produce a surplus again in 2023 of 4.6 million, leaving us with a projected 
unrestricted cash balance of over $65 million at the end of 2023. Any questions? Okay, if there's no questions, I would like to request that the Little Rock Water Reclamation Authority Commission approve the 2023 operating and capital budget as presented in detail at the October meeting and in summary today. Do I hear a motion to that effect? Motion to approve. Second. Are there any objections or questions? All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Motion passes. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, next we have item number seven, contract renewal for heavy equipment lease. Ms. Amber Yates. like backhoes and excavators. So we'll start with, um, I'll just briefly kind of go over the, the types of equipment, starting with the uh, backhoe loader. Those are used for deeper excavations and for material handling for things like gravel and supplies. We currently lease four types of excavators. They're used for jobs such as mainline repairs, service line work, and mainline manhole and lower lateral placements and installs. The main difference between these four types is the depths that they can reach also, the size differences allow for um, access to different types of jobs. The compact track loader is used primarily by right-of-way crews to operate brush cutters. The current contract with Riggs Cat is in place from an invitation to bid. The contract's initial term was one year with uh, six options to renew. This is the fourth renewal option. The vendor held our prices for the 2019 through 2022 leases, but uh, I wish I had better news, but with all and most things right now, prices of equipment haven't increased over the last couple of years, and the vendor is raising their prices for the 2023 leases, um, which I'll get into uh, more detail in the next slide. This is a 2023 budgeted item, but I'll point out that the budgeted amount is set at 118,000, as you'll see on the next slide. Uh, the 2023 prices will be about 76,000 over budget. Uh, Mike, do you want to kind of speak to that from a finance uh, budget perspective? Yeah, when when we were putting our budget together, our operations people reached out to the vendor to see if they could get any idea what yeah. the 2023 pricing was going to be, and they were they were told they didn't have that information yet. So um, because the vendor pricing had been held for so long and not knowing what to put in we just budgeted the level that we expected so you know given the budget that i just presented a seventy six thousand dollar overage doesn't cause any significant issue to the utility given that we you know expect in a twelve and a half million dollar uh, surplus this year and a four and a half million dollar surplus next year so there's going to be puts and takes in the budget you know it's a budget it's a plan and some items next year will run over and some will run under but is uh, certainly uh, would have been nice to get it in the budget but it's, it's no great loss that it's not so as you can see in the green cells the 2023 prices are increasing uh, 69 percent compared to our 2022 lease prices shown in, in blue the total price for our 2020 
three leases has been quoted at $194,220. Uh, of course, we wanted to delve into the quoted price increase, so we asked the vendor for documentation, we, I reached out to other utilities. Uh, Central Arkansas Water has been quoted with the, an identical price increase on all of their equipment lease units. Additionally, we looked into what the approximate prices would be if we were to rebid this. Those numbers are shown in purple. Um, and our estimate is that those rebid prices would come in at about 200% higher uh, than if we were to just renew at the 2023 prices. So I'll pause here to see if there are any questions. Okay. Hearing none, if I may move on to the request. Okay. Staff is requesting for the commission to approve the contract renewal for LRWRA's heavy equipment lease for a total of $194,220 during the 2023 fiscal year with Riggs Cat and to authorize subsequent contract renewals to be approved and signed at the discretion of the CEO if the renewal is within the best interest of the utility and follows resolution 2016-16 in regard to change order procedures. Do I hear a motion to that effect? So moved. Second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Motion carried. That's the one thing I remember as a child, that yellow, I got a yellow Tonka truck and that's the one thing I can remember forever is that Tonka truck. So. It has one out right now. <laughs> All right, item number nine, ARPA application submittal. Uh, Tanya is back up again.
we needed to reduce infiltration and inflow within the project area by a minimum of 35% during storm events, protect the environment and improve quality of impaired water bodies by eliminating sanitary sewer overflows, increase the ability to monitor wastewater flows in the collection system, predict overflows, and identify system defects or illicit discharges. We also need to improve the nutrient treatment and removal from the wastewater treated effluent by reducing the impact of infiltration and inflow in biological processes at Adams and Bush. And we want to improve and restore capacity to a financially distressed and disadvantaged community. The application period, it was submitted on November the 4th. That was the final day that anyone in the state of Arkansas with a water, wastewater, or stormwater application could submit. We anticipate our contract is a $17.2 million project with one-year construction duration. The most any entity could receive is $5 million. That's the limit. And so we are hopeful that will be the amount awarded to us. The applications will be reviewed and scored by November the 23rd. Arkansas Natural Resource Commission meeting will be held on December the 2nd, and those that scoring will be taken before them by their staff for approval. And then after approvals, the entity certification for all funds will be completed by May 31st of 2023. And as you notice, construction must start for anyone receiving the MEETS funds by December 31st, 2023, and it must be completed by December of 2026. If you do not meet any of these deadlines, you, the funds could be taken back away from you. So if you start the project and it's not completed by that time, you could lose the funding? That's correct. Mm -hmm. So we are very hopeful Any questions? Were we allowed only one submission or multiple? You could submit as many applications as you would like, but the, the max would be five million. Not so it's five million per agency, not per project. Correct. You know, after seeing the evaluation criteria, we we took quite a bit of effort to try to find the project that that checked as many boxes, mm -hmm. including the can we get this done in time box. Um, the large number and just pipeline rehabilitation in general is is quicker to do than say a treatment plant project mm -hmm. we also wanted to go after a project that we had funding for because being able to you know certify that you have funding for your share of the project is also one of the criteria so yeah we didn't want to start off with a project say like a 10 million dollar <coughs> project that we didn't have in the budget but we we have like say further down the road in the budget and then all of a sudden, they say, well, we can't give you five million, but we can give you one million. Right. Well, then we would have had to come up with nine. In this case, we've, we've got the 17 million to do the project. Right. Whatever they give us That's is good. better off than we were before they did. So trying to figure out the right project and the timing and all that was, was something that we did. And, and it's a great project. I don't wanna, I'm not saying it's not. It's a, it's a project we need to do. It was identified through the large diameter dashboard that you saw before. Right. Um, and it's... You know, it's a very worthwhile project, and we're just hopeful that we'll get some funding. A lot of people after the same money. Just mm -hmm. Any other questions? 
Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. All right. We'll do item number 10, our October financial update. Mr. Rowe. of uh, one of our uh, maintenance employees who's <laughs> in a CPR class, I suspect getting a renewal. So we do CPR training pretty frequently around here. Thankfully, I haven't had to use it much as far as I know. That's awesome. But getting to the October financials, October was another strong month. Revenue of five and a half million exceeded the budget by almost a half a million dollars. Year to date, our revenues, that says 52 million, it should say 52. $5 million, uh, 52 million is the budget. We're $3.2 million over the budget year to date. So we continue to have a good story on revenue. And on the operating expense side, just the same, more of the same news. Uh, our operating expenses for October were less than budget by 200,000. And year to date, they're less than budget by 1.2 million. Our revenue variance was uh, driven again primarily by our non-domestic or commercial revenues. Uh, usage continues to be strong, and again, it really goes back to uh, in 2022, we just weren't, in 2021, we just weren't ready to jump into our 2022 budget um, wholeheartedly with what we were seeing at the end of the year with our revenues, and uh, thankfully they have been strong, but, um, and we've adjusted for that in the 2023. On the expense side, we continue to be um, not quite fully staffed, so salaries were favorable to budget. Benefits were significantly favorable to budget, and that was driven by a couple of um, continued good news in our health self-funded health care plan. In the month of October, we received an $80,000 rebate for our pharmaceutical program for our first quarter costs, and we also received $95,000 reimbursement on medical costs from our stop loss insurance for claims that had gone over the stop loss deductible. And I was looking, it's kind of separate, this is on healthcare, and I know we've talked about that recently, but I was looking through October last year, our pharmaceutical claim costs through October were just under a million dollars. This year, they're right about $300,000. Our pharmaceutical costs were down $700,000 for the first 10 months of that year. And it is primary, it's driven by several things. Part of it is the rebate that we're getting that we used to never get that would go to Blue Cross Blue Shield in the past. Part of it is the contract we have with Stevens, which really drives more affordable uh, prescriptions uh, being uh, given to uh, our, our, uh, our covered employees and their dependents uh, that are more cost-based for they're just doing a better job controlling costs and driving people to more cost-effective formularies. Um, and um, you know those are the main drivers of, of what we're seeing. But they anticipated when we got into this a year ago that we would see somewhere around 15 to 20% savings in our pharmaceutical program. And so far through October, obviously, it's going significantly uh, greater than Supplies were slightly over budget, 22,000. Contract services slightly over budget, 7,000. But overall expenses, again, were under budget. Consumption on both the domestic and non-domestic from a water perspective continues to be positive on a rolling 12-month basis, which again will be you know, good news as we, as we head into the average winter consumption calculations for 2023. Uh, 
because domestic consumption has been up again throughout the course of the year. From a cash flow perspective, uh, we started the month with 74.1 million and we ended the month with 68.9 million, primarily because uh, we had a $5 million debt service payment. Uh, the majority of our principal and interest payments are made in April and October. So we ended the month with just under $69 million in cash, of which just under 10 million is restricted and almost 60 million is in our operating reserve. And from a debt perspective, we began the month with 392.4 million in outstanding debt. Um, we made some principal payments, as I just alluded to, uh, and our, we ended the month slightly less than that at 391.8 million. Our October interest expense, just like it's run all year, is about a million dollars. Any questions? Spending less and making more is always a good equation. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any questions? Commissioners? Commissioners. All right. We'll now have a legal update by Ms. Jean Block. Can't hear you, Ms. Are you muted? While we wait for Jean to get uh, muted, Greg, can we hear you? So we'll just go to the CEO update. I think we're going to have the same problem. Can you hear me? Oh, we can hear you loud and clear. Oh, all right. Why well, you can always hear me loud and clear. Commissioners, I want to say that we're in record time, and it's probably because I am not there. I just want to. I want to say that. Um, I want to get started with uh, November 3rd and 4th. We uh, set up a booth at the Arkansas Education Association's Annual and Professional Conference. Uh, we provided information on classroom presentations and uh, participation. Uh, participated, excuse me, uh, on a panel for field trip destinations where we discussed tours to our water reclamation facility um, and hands-on learning activities. And this is obviously for our, our, our teachers. Uh, in the area. You guys can still hear me, correct? Yes. Yes. All right, fantastic. Um, also, as part of Veterans Day, our team members uh, wore t-shirts that read, uh, we salute our veterans. Uh, this is obviously to recognize many of our co-workers who have served in the military, and also to show support for the sacrifice made uh, by all men, uh, military veterans. We had a booth at, uh, last week at the Chico Elementary School part of their community cafe event. Um, it's an evening of fun food uh, for students um, and the community, as well as informational booths from various organizations. Um, we provide canned degrees uh, and information about career opportunities, as well as how to apply for the low-income household assistance program, which the state still has funding uh, for. Um, also on Tuesday, we had seven employees that participated in the 25th Annual Volunteers in Public Schools. It's referred to as the Jane uh, Mendel Reading Day. Our team members read to students from kindergartners up to fifth graders at Carter and Watson Elementary. 
well as J.A. Fair Preparatory School. Also, um, our local MML Water Reclamation Commission facility hosted students from the Central Arkansas Plumbing School for an educational tour. This is a partnership that we have with the Plumbing School uh, that uh, includes the student, it's included in the student curriculum. Uh, our Women of Water, uh, Dr. Kara Karama Neal, a presidential appointee serving the uh, serving as the administrator of Your Business Cooperative, uh, and this is with the uh, US VA, uh, was the featured speaker at our Women of Water annual luncheon. She discussed her journey in biosilence science, excuse me, after getting a PhD in genetics and a path to her many cha uh, changes uh, in career opportunities. Um, our Women of Water consists of women, uh, uh, women team members at LRWRA that they meet quarterly from, for lunch and uh, learns, uh, and also group discussions. Our goal is to make sure that we provide the support and tools needed uh, for the Women of Water to succeed in their careers. Also, uh, several members uh, of our leadership team and I recorded a holiday greeting for Univision. The greeting which was recorded in Spanish, and I, I did the best I could. Uh, we'll begin airing next month uh, the, uh, and air through the end of the year. Comcast channels 10, 20, and 12 on Uverse 58 and Opener 20.1 uh, will be uh, airing the, the uh, interviews. Um, also, I was interviewed by a reporter from Univision um, about the role we play uh, in protecting public health and the environment. And this is where um, I discuss uh, not only flushing the three Ps, and that would be E, toilet paper, and poop, uh, and not in that same order, uh, but also how we treat uh, and use water, as well as how we apply, how folks can apply for careers uh, within the vacancies that we have. And uh, Chairman, uh, Chairman uh, Hightower, that's what I have for the uh, highlights. I can go into the, uh, uh, the December proposed items if, if you're ready. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, we, we have a consideration for 2023 Little Rock Water Reclamation Commission meeting date, as well as consideration uh, 2023 Little Rock Water Reclamation Commission officers. We also will come to you with a capital improvement project authorization, uh, and this is a pump station and force main project to serve the Little Rock Port development. We'll have a presentation for you next month. And then also a recommendation of awards for construction of the generator relocation that you approved um, a couple of months ago, as well as a presentation from Kanita on the low-income household water assistance program. And also Kanita will talk about uh, the communication department update. And Commissioner Hightower, commissioners, uh, that's my uh, report. Thank you, Greg. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Did Jean, do we ever get her unblocked or unmuted? She, she, she will email you all your uh, report. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. All right. And that is it. We are adjourned. Thank you.